Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the STL All Local Podcast. I'm Debbie Monterey with the local stories from the KMOX newsroom for this Tuesday, June 20th. And after Sunday's bedlam in a downtown office building, the blood has been washed away, but the reality remains. Eleven teenagers were shot, one fatally. A twelfth victim trampled on the steps while trying to escape. This building at 1409 Washington is right in the heart of the business district along Washington Avenue and the residential district. As you walk into the building, I met no resistance whatsoever opened the door, walked in, the elevator's right there, and I took it up to five. That's where the mass shooting actually occurred Saturday night. The only people up there was a cleaning crew that was left. Two young men who I spoke with, they hadn't really known what had happened, how many people were shot, but they did know that it was quite the scene because they were trying to remove carpeting that was blood-soaked and they were having trouble actually getting that off the floor. As for the glass doors that all the businesses have, they're all the way from the top to the bottom, solid glass doors. All of those that were broken out with all the gunshots have been cleaned up, so it's really hard to tell that anything actually happened in the building, except there's an eerie feeling as you go in there. You can look at the floors and see they've been cleaned, but there's still some remnants of something that happened there. As far as those businesses being closed on Monday, it's not clear if it's because it's a holiday or maybe these aren't full-time businesses. They tend to be a lot of beauty businesses, massage therapy places, as well as salons. Reporting from downtown. Maria Kina, KMOX News. St. Louis police arrested a juvenile believed to be the shooter, but authorities aren't saying how many more suspects there might be. This is Kevin Colleen with more reaction to that downtown shooting over the weekend. North St. Louis County Cooperative Police Chief John Buchanan says the problem of young people with guns is not just happening downtown. Are there fully automatic weapons out there in the streets of North County? Most definitely. The, the gun laws need to change. Do you hear the rat of a fully automatic I live in, in, in North County. I live in the community, one of the communities we police. I don't hear it as much in, in the community I live in. I don't think it's a big issue uh, in North County, but it is an issue. Several politicians at the Juneteenth Parade are calling for stricter gun laws, both out of Jefferson City and out of local legislative bodies. Kevin Colleen, KMOX News. What's going on with kids and violence these days? A local expert weighs in. Dr. Kendra Holmes is president and CEO of Affinia Healthcare and says young people have been facing a loss of structure the past few years that she believes could be behind much of the violence we've been seeing. COVID impacted our children's mental health and also their caregivers. So particularly in the underserved communities, the black communities. She tells Fox 2 many grandparents who were raising children were lost to the pandemic. Many of these children don't have parents. They don't have structure. They don't have individuals to tell them that is not the right thing to do. Dr. Holmes believes these children and families need support, including mental health and drug treatment. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. An Illinois Republican state senator is sounding the alarm on health care coverage for undocumented Im- immigrants. Senator Jason Plummer says the state's care for migrants is even better than what's available for Illinois citizens. The governor, you know, originally in his in February said it was going to be a 200 or so million dollar program, which we all knew wouldn't be the case. And, and then it jumped to 500. Now it's, it's going to be north of a billion dollars when it's all said and done. Plummer tells 97.1 FM Democrats are scrambling to get the program under control as immigrants come from all over the country, especially those with health issues.
Democratic Congresswoman Cori Bush of St. Louis used the Juneteenth holiday to promote her plan to provide reparations for black Americans. She says the federal government has a moral obligation to right the wrongs of the past. Ten of our first 12 presidents enslaved black people. Ten of the first 12. When 1,700 congressmen enslaved black folks, when James K. Polk traded black people, enslaved black people from the Oval Office. Bush says there's a $14 trillion gap in wealth in America based upon race that needs to be addressed. That figure, she says, should be the baseline of the discussion. Flag-waving, dancing, marching in the streets of Ferguson to celebrate Juneteenth, Michael Brown Sr. led the parade on foot as its Grand Marshal. He was asked how things are going almost 10 years later. We're still working on things. You know, uh, this is start, having a holiday that we can celebrate for ourselves. Uh, and building and still being in communities and helping each other do this work that needs to be done out here. Some police in the parade say they are working to restore the relationship with the communities they protect and serve. The August 2014 police shooting that took the life of Michael Brown Jr. sparked protests and police reforms nationwide. From the KMOX business desk, looks like we're eating out again. After Americans return to the kitchen, cooking more, stocking up their pantries at the grocery during and after the pandemic, new data indicates that food sales are falling off while spending at restaurants and other food service providers is heating back up. That's a trend St. Louis-based Gift-A-Meal founder Andrew Glantz is seeing in his data. Our numbers are definitely showing uh, there's uh, that increase in the number of uh, the frequency of which people are going back out to restaurants um, over the course of the last year, it's increased uh, from in 2023 compared to 2022, which is increased since 2021 to compared to 2020. And so it's now surpassed those 2019 levels. Bloomberg reports that restaurants accounted for less than a quarter of food spending in the 50s. Now they're close to 50 percent and rising. But the industry is still more than 50,000 jobs short of pre-pandemic employment. Michael Calhoun, KMOX News. I'm Debbie Monterey. The STL All Local podcast is produced by the KMOX News team. Find all the local news you need on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.